The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Boy, do we have a fun show for you guys today! We have actor, author, fitness expert Jason Finney, and then we have the first ladies of disco. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm adjusting myself. <laughs> there you go. You'll all have to wait. With great anticipation. Absolutely. Anticipation. It was the Heinz ketchup commercial. So is that what it? No, that was a song before Heinz got (laughs) grabbed it. Remember in whatever it was. Hi everybody. I remember it. I'm excited about who's on our show today because Jason, I I love to pieces. He's a good friend of ours, and he's the sweetest guy in the world. I wish he'd fall in love with my daughter and marry her, but that's not going to happen. Um. Jason is probably one of the kindest, sweetest, most dear people you'll ever meet, and he's written a book, but he didn't write the book with his mind. He wrote the book with his heart, and if you read the book, you'll see the heart that he has for young people. It's It's going to be fabulous. It's a wonderful book. Every parent should own it and read it to their child. And it comes out next week. Yeah, and if you don't, you're doing a disservice to your kid. Trust me, I blow smoke nowhere. You know that. I only tell the truth. Jason has written a phenomenal guide to helping your child understand that the world is like a coloring box. It's full of different colors and people. And they all need to be healthy. It's the world's, it's the adventures of Captain Pump, the world's first fitness superhero. So we're going to talk with him about it in a minute. that when Jason comes on. Last night we went to the Oh wait, we we haven't finished saying hello to everybody. You're just supposed to say hello. hello What's up? We got to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on fellas? And he's still adjusting himself. Hmm. I know. He's he's always doing that. Well, you know what it is? Because I have my star on and Uh my horn. And it it looks weird. It doesn't doesn't hang right. See? (laughs) That's the Italian horn, All and this symbols. is the almost Jewish star. It's almost. missing one point because I'm only a little Jewish. <laughs> okay, half a star. So if I was a full Jew, I'd have all six stars. <laughs> so we six also points. have a chat room full of people. What's up, Aaron? Paul's in the chat room. Hey, Aaron. Eileen Ooh. Shapiro's in hang the chat on, room. Hang on, hang on. Eileen, 
Silvana contacted me and she wants Silvana, I call her the, the beautiful girl, the photographer, and she wanted to stay with us. And I felt so terrible having to decline. But like I said, we have a dog that eats people. This dog is a pain in my ass. I mean, I love him to death, but when he does go, I'm not going to be that unhappy. We cannot have company. He just doesn't want anyone in the house. And he's a 130 pound lion. I we mean, we don't have a, a room Cujo. either. And, yeah. And also, my daughters who came to stay with me, 52 years ago or 40 and 70 years ago, whatever, still haven't found an apartment. So the guest room is, is not available. So Aaron, please tell her. I'm so sorry. But I did invite her to our house for dinner because I really like her. She's a sweet, lovely girl. Forgot her name, but I call her Silvana Mangano because that's who she looks like, the Italian movie star. Oh, Aaron says he's a proud uncle of a baby girl called Isabella who was just born 45 minutes ago. Congratulations, Aaron. You had a baby, Aaron, five, 15 minutes ago? Aaron didn't, but somebody else did 45 oh, I, minutes because he's I an know. uncle. Oh, I know. Aaron always gets abortions. I didn't think he'd have a child. <laughs> but got congratulations, uncle. That's right. Yeah, congratulations, Aaron. He's got a new single, Smooth, too, you guys. It's super, super hot. you got to check it out. we got B. Claudia from well, Germany. Wait, 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 hang back it up. Aaron, my dear. I love, love the ballad that you sing because you're seated. You're not jumping around, banging up notes. I love it. You really sing well in that song. It's a beautiful song because you are seated. Get it? Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. What's up? So, Aaron, uh, we got, let's see. Uh, now you messed up my whole train. Illy, oh, Illy train, from, Illy from Estonia. B. Claudia from, from Germany is in the chat room. Thank you, B. B. nominated us for the uh, British LGBT Awards. Um, so that was really cool, and we love you. You're fabulous. I think that's phenomenal uh, that she does these things for us. She's just the most wonderful person. And There's uh, the killer dog barking now. He's going to be barking through the whole show because he's outside in the garden. We're waiting for the gardeners to come this way. He can eat them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's up, chat room? we got a great show for you guys. Hope everybody's doing well, and uh, everybody's congratulating Aaron on being an uncle. And uh, Go ahead. Now, you were going to talk about last night. What are you, the director here? Yep. Uh, what are you? Tell me what you're doing. Oh, I got hair's falling out. I'm going bald. Uh, last night, we went to a birthday party for a very good friend of ours, Gerard, and it was at uh, Chris Bennett's house. Chris Bennett owns the house of Loretta Young, the movie legend, and it's always a thrill and a fun party to go to see the Loretta Young house. Um, the party was phenomenal. I mean, white tablecloths, white napkins, placemats with our names on them to be seated. Those They don't do those things anymore. It was the most elegant affair. The food was delicious. It was all kinds of uh, prime rib. It was like a wedding. You had a menu to read from. They used to do this in the old days, but you know, today they throw like paper plates at you, a little bit of uh, taco shit, you know, that, what is it called, that duck, that sauce, that red sauce. Wake up! I'm on the show, honey. I don't know what I don't eat any of that salsa. stuff. You eat, you eat that stuff. Salsa. I don't eat duck sauce. The guacamole. What? Not guacamole. Oh. No, that other red shit. The tomatoes. I don't eat the red stuff. Tomatillo. What is it called? The tortilla stuff. Tomatillo. No, what? Oh, the, salsa. Salsa. That's I don't what I said. That. You go. You go to a party today. They throw out those things, burritos or whatever, with salsa on it, and that's a party. Anyway, it was elegant. It was wonderful. Chris Bennett is elegant, and she's wonderful. She sat at her baby grand piano and played for me the song that I love, and the song was written by a friend of mine whose name is um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it on Facebook. See, I go, I go dead. I don't know what happens. My mind just croaks. 
Uh, Artie something. Uh, uh, Artie, uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, it was Barbara. It was Barbara Lux's brother, Artie Butler. Artie Butler wrote the song. Uh, what is it called? The title? No, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, here's to life. And I thought, what an appropriate song to sing at a guy's 70th birthday party. Here's to life, the celebration. And it was beautiful, and she sings beautifully, and everybody looked lovely, and it was just a gorgeous evening in a beautiful home. And it was like the old days, and I really enjoyed myself. Yes, it was very fun, and our friends Garrick and Tony were there, and yep. Chris Bennett, who's a Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter. Yep. and uh, she's, It was her home, and she sang. It was but fabulous. But one thing, she had everything in that house but no olives. <laughs> All right, and I said I'm going to torture her on my show today because I drink dirty martinis. So you know what I had to do? I had to have vodka straight with a wine chaser in order to make it, you know, interesting. You know where that gets you in an hour? <laughs> didn't get me anywhere. Well, no, it didn't get you anywhere. But I was looking at the swimming pool, and it looked very good. And I thought, <laughs> clothes and all, here I go into the swimming pool. We want to welcome to Hannah Clive. Just joined us in the chat room from England. Hello, Hannah. And we want to show everybody something cool. So, so you guys know that uh, uh, Ron and I and Eileen, we have a dear friend, Mike Todd, and he owns Get Out Magazine, which is the number one gay magazine in New York City, and it's the seventh biggest gay magazine in the world. It's called Get Out. There we go. I'll make it so you can see it. On the cover, we have Emma Stone, um, who was interviewed for her new movie, The Favorite, by rock star journalist Eileen Shapiro. And uh, so there's a big feature in her on her new film called The Favorite that's opening, I think this weekend maybe it's opening, and it's got all kinds of superstars in it. Then, in the middle, for the centerfold, there's a big article on the first ladies of disco, which is our three lady guests that are coming today. Uh, Linda Clifford, Martha Wash, and Norma Jean Wright are coming on the show, and we're going to show this dance, to them when they dance, come on. Dance, dance. Uh, but Mike FedEx these to us so we could show everybody on the show. So you definitely want to, if you're in New York City, get it, or go to getoutmag.com and check it out online. And the movie comes out November 23rd, The Favorite, with uh, Emma Stone and, now and Rachel I, Weiss. And now I have a bitch. Uh-oh. Well, I have a bitch. It's, it's a little bitch. It's a very painful bitch because um, Eileen Shapiro was supposed to come visit us December 4th. <laughs> well, I could be a very vicious bitch, and I could spread rumors about her, which I have already on Facebook. I wrote that. Eileen Shapiro's breasts are fake. She's really a 34A. She wears a 38 triple D bra that she ripped up a mattress and stuffed. And the clincher of it all is Eileen is really a gay man. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing to be bitchy because she's not coming December. She broke my heart. I mean, I was She'll so, come again. No, no, no. I had my heart set on it. I was doing a big party for her. I couldn't wait to see them. I mean her, and uh, it, it just is so sad. She says she loves you, Ron. Oh, she's full of shit. She's <laughs> going to Florida with all the other old Jews. I mean, that's where she belongs. The old. She's a Jew. She belongs in Florida with the rest of the old Jews. I left. She go visit Chad. <laughs> I left there because I was half Jewish, so I, I only stayed half of my life in Florida. But that old Jew, she's going to Florida to pick up a husband or something. God knows what she's going there for. Anyway, anyway, I can't stomach. Her. I hate her to death. Yeah. I hate her so much. You hear me, Eileen Shapiro? You're in the chat room. I hate you so much. She says her penis is bigger than mine. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but Eileen, really, it's honey. You shouldn't make dates that you fucking can't keep. 
It was a tentative date. It wasn't tentative. She was supposed to go to San Francisco and write with those crazy bastards up there. Revolution. Who I love. Who I love. I know. And then she was going to come down to Palm Springs and hang with us. All the fairies here were so excited because they love her. Like my friend Garrett couldn't wait. Everybody couldn't wait. Oh, yeah. Garrett did say last night he was disappointed you weren't coming. And and then the old snatch decided to go to Florida. Said she can't wait to meet you. No, she went with the old Jews in Florida. She's going to play Mahjong down there and she's going to play dominoes by the pool. And, you know, just become an old lady. What can I tell you? You got to like love I it. I can't start stand her anymore. <laughs> yeah. She broke my heart, that bitch. Well, she still says she loves you. I love her. And everybody too. in the chat room said they read the interview that she did with uh, Emma Stone, and it's fabulous, and they all love well, it. Well, now there's a chance that she's doing J-Lo. She's supposed to maybe come to L.A. to do J-Lo. Uh, soon. That would be nice. Well, that's bullshit probably, too. You know how she fantasizes. She thinks she's a woman with big breasts when she's really a flat-chested boy. Yeah, she said, sorry, Ron. Sorry, handsome. She said, handsome. Yeah, handsome. So, yeah. She, broke my, <laughs> she broke my heart. Anyway, you guys, go to getoutmag.com. Check out the thing, uh, the magazine with Emma Stone on the cover and the First Ladies of Disco on the inside. A get Out is awesome. A couple of, like, what, I guess a year and a half ago, Ron and I were on the cover, or two years yes, ago. Yes, we were cover boys. We were cover boys, and we were like the only boys they ever put on there that weren't like in little G-strings. <laughs> That's right. We, we were fully clothed. We were seated, fully clothed. Seated behind a, a table, so you couldn't see any of the, of the jewels or anything. It was really an interesting photo shoot. And then there was an article inside about how spectacular, fabulous, and wonderful I am, and how much <laughs> I hate Eileen Shapiro because she's really a boy. They Actually, wrote she wrote the, the interview that was in there. Oh, I know. She, she confessed. She, Eileen confessed and said, I'm really a boy. Yeah. A gay boy. She's a friggin' fairy. You gotta, like, love it. I love her. Absolutely. I miss her so much. Um, all right, I everybody. Do. I, miss, I, really, I really love Eileen, and I really miss her. But you know what? Everybody loves her. That's true. No matter true. who I talk to, they all There isn't a person who her. doesn't like Eileen. I don't know what. I think she, like, you know, puts cocaine in your food or something or <laughs> drugs to get you high to like her. I it's the hair. Everybody, like, feels no, so comfortable I mean, Why would anybody to- want to like that old Jew going to Florida instead of coming <laughs> to Palm Springs? Really, darling. <laughs> you got oh Dave Hughes is in the chat room too. Hey, What's Dave. up, Dave? I love it. Dave Hughes stars now UK. Hannah Clive, you guys is at Hannah Clive. She joined us in the chat room. Uh, we're gonna play a song now and try and get our first guest on the line. Oh, but wait a minute, we have to talk about tomorrow, which is Thanksgiving. Okay, we're cooking up a storm here. We have all of Hollywood coming. I mean, we have celebrity movie stars, directors, uh, singers, everybody coming here for Thanksgiving. It's going to be quite a day and quite a treat for all of oh, my hair looks like shit. And quite a, everything for all of us. Um, we have Thomas Churchill, the director, producer. Uh, and we have Sadie Katz, fabulous actress whom I adore. Her fiance, Miles. Miles' mom. Uh, we have Garrick. No, Sadie, Sadie's son, who's a Ford model. Who's a gorgeous young 19-year-old Ford model. Angie Stevenson from Sons of Anarchy is coming over right. to say and, hello. And Garrick so, and Tony. And so is Chris Bennett. Uh, so the house is just going to be in and out all day long of, of fabulous, interesting people all in the biz. going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. And, and Eileen says she's laughing so hard and she does love you still. No, I... I <laughs> Eileen, there was a chance that if you came here, I would have let you play with my penis for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Now that's off forever. Thanks, Hannah. All right, here's what we're going to do, you guys. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. 
Let's play Martha Wash. You guys carry on since she's going to be one of our guests. We're going to play three songs, one of each of the first ladies of disco. But dance, dance, dance. Remember that? I loved that. I used to dance. To That's that. not the one. We're, we're playing that one later. I know, but I used to get crazy from that. <laughs> Everybody do. Uh, Studio 54, I believe, dance. Uh, we danced to dance, dance, dance. And people would scream and go berserk. It was a fabulous disco. Do you remember it? Anyway, we're going to play it. I love it. Can we hear it this time? No. Hey, Chad, could you make me hear it? No, you can't make you hear it. We're, I've got so songs picked out already. you so. got the shittiest equipment. <laughs> For a number one TV show in the world, I mean, everybody carries on with this show's the greatest one, the best one, and we have equipment. Eileen like from- says she's coming now. <laughs> Oh. Just you can play with your penis for five well, minutes. Well, I promise, and I'll get it hard, too. I mean, you're going to get the whole full <laughs> anyway. Monty. The full Monty. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. This is Carry On by Martha Wash. We're going to get Jason Finney on the line. Enjoy. Martha Wash is a superstar. Yo, betcha. I stand alone in the eye of the storm. Crashes all around, trying to wear me down. But I hold tight. Deep. 
fellas. There you go. My new oops. Okay, so that you. was Martha Wash, everybody. That was Martha Wash. The name of the song's Carry On Now. We want to make sure we can hear our next guest. Jason, say something. Hey, how y'all doing? There you go. All right, so now we're going to do our, our good intro. So now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented fitness expert, actor, and now children's author, Mr. Jason Finney. Hello and welcome to the show. How are you, bud? How you Absolutely doing, guys? Good. Nice to see you. Nice good, to see good you, to too. See you handsome. Eileen, is he not gorgeous when you saw him in New York? You know, uh, I saw Jason in a shower, and he got startled, and he stepped on the head of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about, like, his, his children's <laughs> book. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look. He's so sexy. He's got to have ten, eleven inches. He can't have four inches. It, it would be a, it would be a heartbreaker. Anyway, so Jason, hold on. I he had knows. to get you, Jason. You know that he knows that he knows us. You guys, this is his third or fourth time coming yeah. on the show. And, but and say hi to Chad. Say hi to Chad, the man behind the boards. How you doing, Chad? Welcome back, Mr. Finney. Good to have you again. And, Thanks, and I consider Jason a good friend. So He's fabulous. We, we, we tease him a lot. We have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. They're talking. Now they're all talking about how gorgeous you are. And B. Claudia says. Wait a she, minute, girls and boys. Jason, for me, you have to make an arm. Give us an arm. Make an arm. I want to look at the size of those fucking muscles. Oh, my <laughs> God. And that's like oh. not even like working out to make it look big when he now, gets started. <laughs> all, all, all you ladies out there, wouldn't you like those two strong arms lifting you in bed into a sexy position? Now they're oh gonna go crazy. God. I get them horny, Jason. I anyway, they so, plug in their vibrators. Hang on, say hi. Facebook, aren't we? <laughs> yes. Say say hi to everybody in the chat room. And B. Claudia said that she ordered your book. It takes like thirty days to get there or something. As she checked it today, it'll be there in twenty days for her nephew for Christmas. Uh, I want to I want to start I want to start. And Aaron Paul is in the chat room. He said he had a blast hanging out with you Saturday night. Yeah, and Eileen's in the chat. Everybody's in. all your pe all your peeps are in the chat room. Hey, how you guys I'm doing? I'm surprised that Aaron go. didn't attack you. She's such a tramp. <laughs> Aaron asked me to lift him up again like I did at the parade, but I said we couldn't do it there. The ceiling was too low. See that? She wanted to get lifted, that That's little slut. <laughs> <laughs> I know that little bitch. Anyway, let's get to the let's get to the you. Before we went on the air, I said that my friend Jason wrote a book. He didn't use his head. He used his heart when he wrote it. Because it's a book that every parent should buy and read to their child. Because the world is a coloring box of many colors and many kinds of people. And Jason has really done a phenomenal thing with this. I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass, so I'm not trying to make you my friend because you're my friend all over. If your book stinks, I would have said, oh, he wrote a book and then talked about your ex-girlfriend. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I don't want to do that because I only want to talk about your book because your book... I only wish I had when I was seven or eight years old. I would have understood the world better. I mean, this the world of fitness. There we go. Everybody gets to see it, everybody. So it's called The Adventures of Captain Pump, the world's first fitness superhero. And uh, it's a fabulous book. Uh, I don't have a hard copy of it, but I've read the no, PDF but it of it. No, but it goes beyond just pumping up muscles. No, it's fitness and how to stay healthy. Yeah, but it's also about people. You know, different. Am I am I reading the right book? Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's about children. It's about people. 
you know, it, Captain Pump lives it's, in it's, Pump it's, Land. It's not only a bodybuilder book. I don't want. It's not a bodybuilder book. No, I don't want people to think that it's a sensitive book that talks about sensitive. Tell issues. us a little bit about it, Jason, so we make sure we give out all the right information. Yeah, it's not a bodybuilding book. It's a book to help kids become fit and healthy using a cast of characters, and with an unlikely hero. I mean, think about it. When I was back in school, my favorite person in the school was the janitor because he was the nicest. He was the first there, the last to leave, the hardest worker, always had a smile on his face and always was there to kind of watch out for us, you know? And I created a story where the janitor is the hero, an unlikely person, someone that you normally wouldn't think of as the hero. And because of his desire to want to help the kids become fit and healthy, he attracts the likes of this really nice teacher. Everybody else thinks that he's a lunkhead that just pushes a broom, right? And this teacher really takes a liking to him, and they create this bond. And together, they're trying to figure out a way to help the kids become fit and healthy. But they don't know how to do it. So one day, George, who was the janitor, has this anxiety-ridden dream about junk food attacking health food as he's trying to fix something in the teacher's lounge. And he falls off a ladder and knocks himself out. And when he comes to, lo and behold, from the trash bin on the other side of the room is this rustling. So he runs over to that recycle bin and he finds this book. And on the book was this cover. On the cover was this superhero that nobody's seen before. And Captain Pump was born. I love it. And so you are Captain Pump. Captain Pump is definitely something that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I mean, he's, he's bald like you. He's big and buff like you. Uh, he's written by you, created by you. Well, yes. Captain Pump isn't ball. Captain Pump is actually me 20 years ago, and George is me now. Okay. Well, you know, Aaron's going to copy your book, and he's going to call it Captain Hump. <laughs> that's terrible. Because that's all that bitch So hold on, you guys. Hump. So it's called The Adventures of Captain. I love the fact that it's got the world's first fitness superhero in it, because that is something that, like, nobody's... There. I mean, there's lots of superheroes, but there's not a fitness superhero. So I think that that's a tagline that, like, really, like, helps a lot. Um, with the whole thing and you guys this book is not out yet but it's coming out november 27th which yeah. is only like uh next today? week yeah so it's coming out next week on tuesday i think yeah but it, it's so necessary to have in your home because today kids are fat i see so many like obese fat kids all they do is sit home eat shit food like jimmy does all the crappiest junk crap video games and they're video not exercising games, and they're texting and they're sitting there on their fat little asses getting fatter and fatter. And fat people, unfortunately, in our society don't get anywhere. Well, they're not healthy. They die. Well, <laughs> no, no, I'm not even going to go that dramatic. I'm going to go is a fat girl boys don't like, fat boy girls don't like, and that interferes with their high school years when they want to go to the prom. You know, it's, it's prejudice, but it's terrible. We're a culture of skinny people. And if you're fat in our society, you're just an outsider. But actually, hold on, though. No, no, wait a minute. Let me finish. This book is um, not discriminating at all. This book's actually really wanting to help everybody. And everybody's welcome in Pumpland. Pumpland is a place where everybody, no matter your size, your shape, your color, your age, your gender, you're welcome. Well, that's and the part of the book I, I love. Create a place where kids can be themselves. They can be free. They can be creative. And they can be liked. Uh, that's the most important thing. Captain Pump is all about helping people understand each other, not just getting in shape physically, because fitness has to do with mental, has to do with emotional, has to do with spiritual, everything really has to do with fitness. And if we can create a person that's fit in a holistic manner from A to Z, then I think Captain Pump has definitely done his job.
And it's a lifestyle. And like Jason, you're teaching a lifestyle of yeah. to be fitness for your life. If the schools would do this and teach children that if you eat a lot, you get fat. If you eat less, you get skinny. Teach them that what they're doing is incorrect. Everybody is so worried about saying you're fat. Yeah, they'll they'll say anything else. I mean, they'll they'll say you're ugly, you, you know, you you this, you that. But people will refuse to say that you're fat. They'll say, oh well, you know, she's. But just, you're missing the point of the book. No, I'm the not book's not about fat people. <laughs> no, I my thing is my thing is about fat people. I know, but that's How, not what the book is. No, yes, it is indirectly. Well, just with fat people. Let them go here. No, okay. if you get this book. And teach your child from a young age that exercise, fitness, proper eating, don't eat the crap that you eat, the junk of the earth, the beef and the spare ribs and the hamburgers that you're going to clog. I love. One day uh -oh. you're going to clog and blow up. I mean, you're so full of crap and poisons and toxins, it's pathetic. Now, I mean, here's I don't the thing that's really interesting, though, is that the book itself has a section in the back that talks about specifically getting kids fit from an exercise standpoint, all right? It has what's called Captain's Corner. In Captain's Corner, we have the Captain's Gym. Then we have Captain's Cupboard, which talks about health foods and different ways of combining foods for snacks for kids and things like that. And it also has a recap of what we did in the book. So the kid is getting talked directly to from Captain Pump. And we're talking about what we talked about during the book. So it's a really... Great opportunity for parents to revise the book with the kid and also start the program with them. I think the biggest problem is not necessarily the food because food, junk food, has been around for ages. It's always been there and will always be there. I think Un we, Unfortunately. I think what we have to do is create more of an environment of activity. We're not as active as we were. We don't exercise much anymore. Uh, everything is either in front of a computer screen, in front of your phone, there's nobody that goes out and plays anymore. So the body can't work. It can't generate what it's supposed to do, which is create movement. Now, if we can get a generation to understand that exercising is just as important as eating and sleeping and playing on your phone, then we're not going to have this society of obese people. But we have to reverse the trend because it's getting worse and worse. It's not getting better. Kids are getting more obese and parents are getting more obese. So if we can create some kind of environment where kids are playing again, where they're enjoying themselves, where they're outside, where they're riding their bikes, they're playing in a park, they're shooting a ball, they're kicking a ball, whatever it is, it, it, that will make a big, big difference because we're just not doing that anymore. Now, see, that's what I did my whole like life. I played yeah, tennis. Look at you. Huh? Okay, I didn't get – I weighed 100 and, 160 pounds until I was 35. Then I went from 35 to 55. Okay, I gained 40 pounds. But but I was but I played tennis. I was playing. I played tennis every day when I was a kid. We played kickball and we rode bikes and we had bicycle clubs and we did all kinds of every single day until the until it got dark and our parents would make us come in. And you know I haven't lived in a neighborhood with kids like in a long time, so I don't know that kids do that anymore. No. But like Eileen said, her grandchildren like love it. They Great. think the book well, is when fantastic. I, when, I, when I was a kid, I was skinny. I rode bicycle, but I danced. I was a dancer. Any chance I could, I could dance for hours and hours nonstop. I mean, seriously, I, right. I lived, to, I lived to dance. That's what you but, but in my house, my grandmother ran the kitchen. She was 100,000 years old. She went to the chicken man to get the fresh chicken. She went to the vegetable man to get the homegrowns. We did not eat out of cans. My father was an old-fashioned Italian Jew who didn't believe in that. He said, no, that's mad at that. That's no good. That's garbage. Get rid of it. 
We had everything fresh. With my grandmother even had two chickens in the backyard. We had fresh eggs and we had figs growing on trees and our own tomatoes and basil. So I was ro- raised with healthy food. Sounds and like I you think- lived in Pumpland. <laughs> no, yes. no, let me tell you something. No, no, no. Because <clears throat> don't forget, it was wartime, the Second World War. There was a shortage of food. Everybody had a victory garden in the back. So the people really lived healthily. We didn't have this crappy McDonald's and Burger Queen and then all the rest of those places. Yeah, but Ron, that's been around since I was a kid. The most important thing is to teach kids to be active now because you're not going to get rid of the junk food. You won't get rid of the pop. You won't get rid of the hamburgers. You're not going to get rid of the pizza. What you can do is increase their level of activity so they burn more calories. I know that, but we also, we have to educate our children that the chicken comes from God knows where, Asian places where they feed them rats and stuff. Chicken (laughs) Chicken wings in our country is so eaten that by the zillions that we don't have enough chicken to make chicken wings. So they freeze them and they bring them in from these horrific countries where these chickens eat shit. And you're eating all these wings and you think you're eating something wonderful. You're eating preservatives, you're eating chemicals, and you're eating poor fed chickens. You're eating garbage. This is criminal. This is poisonous. This should not be given to your children. My children ate well. but I raised both my children alone and I cooked every single night. But I cooked fresh like I was raised. That's my next point. Cooking is so important. I cook every night. I don't like to eat in restaurants. I don't like... Oh, me neither. Uh, And and it's a blessing because I know what's going into my body every single day. And really, what you put in your body is what your body will become. It's very simple. Your body will become... See that? You're looking like a hamburger. Here's another. Here's another. Here's another idea for you, though. They're saying that Captain Pump needs to do a Captain Pump recipe book. Yes. Well, that's going to be coming next, actually. (laughs) Yeah. The first thing that I'm doing is a motivational book. It's kind of a book to help kids kind of have a coach along the way. So the idea is to help kids that are in a situation where they need a mentor, they need some help, or they need some confidence, or they need some uh, emotional support. This next book is going to be that. But Captain Pump as a series takes care of that because don't forget, in the school, we have all these different students and all these different students have different traits. And I try as much as possible to bring kids into the school from people that I see on a daily basis because in my real world, I I train people and all those people have kids. So I hear stories about kids every single day, day after day. And this has been going on for like 30 years now. So for me, I have a storybook full of different types of kids with different issues from their school issues to their home issues to their growing up issues. And that is what allowed me to be able to put this book together. I don't have I kids myself. It. Now, how By do you having all these all these clients with kids? It's almost like I have them because I, I know pretty much the whole story. Okay. Now, how do you introduce a gay child in your book? It's very simple. A gay child or an obese child or a Muslim child, or anything that's outside of the norm that we are used to, is simply going to be integrated. That's just the key. We have to create an integrated society. It doesn't matter of your color, your gender, what you do, what your sexual preferences are. All that matters is, are you a good person? Are you someone that has a good heart? Are you someone that knows how to work and live in a group environment? Can Love you it. share? Can you take things and, and be able to learn and teach and grow? That's what Pumpland and my whole book is all about. Now, I, I'm creating a series of books. Don't forget, I have three books written already. We're releasing the first book next week. I'm really hoping that two and three are going to follow soon after that. And then my goal is to continue writing this series. 
uh, at least until book 12. And then after that, we can see what happens. But I want to create a TV show out of this. I believe there's a very big necessity for a role model, a positive role model for kids to follow. It doesn't matter what their age, their gender, their sexual preference is. They need to have someone that they know is their go-to person. So I had that growing up. I mean, I had Mr. Green Jeans. I had Captain Kangaroo. I had Mr. Rogers. None of that exists anymore. We need to bring that back. I, love I, it. I had Howdy Doody. And he was the perfect boy. We all wanted to be Howdy Doody. I used to want to put freckles on my face <laughs> when I was little so I could look like Howdy Doody. Actually, Doody. do you know what Howdy oh, wait, Doody once, is? Once they, of course, uh, he's Canadian. Did you I, get Howdy Doody in Canada? Can you sing the theme song? It's, it's Howdy Doody time. time. It's Howdy Doody time. Bob Smith and Howdy Do. Say Howdy Do to you. <laughs> let's give a rising cheer. Because Howdy's here. Come on, kids. Let's go. Uh, no, we're going to need a Captain Pump song soon. Well, there is one. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. You're going so to sing it for us? <laughs> well, wait a minute. Listen. <laughs> if, ever, if ever you turn gay, you want to marry me? No. Sure. Sure. Because I, I, would, I would marry a man like you in a minute who has such a wonderful heart and who believes everything I believe. You're a positive person, and we need positive thinking people. We're living in a country right now that is so damn negative. My Facebook page is so negative, I don't even want to read it anymore. With the insults and the unhappiness with the president, with the country, with the government, with the Democrats, the Republicans killing each other, the horrific fires in California that a thousand people people are still missing. I mean, this is all horrible stuff. So we need to have you and other people like you say, this is positive. This is going to work. This is going to make it a better world. We need more people to create a better world. Again, Second World War. We were the most united country among ourselves. There was no prejudice during the Second World War in America. Everybody got along with everybody, even black and whites from the South, because they fought side by side. It was unity. What the hell happened to our country? Who did this to us? That we are so divided, so confused, so unpatriotic, hating America, hating the government, hating the Washington. I mean, you can't do that. So your books, I hope, will only bring positive thinking to everybody. Teach them when they're young and they'll That's grow the up strong. That's the goal. That's the goal is to teach them when they're young and they'll develop habits that will, life, you know, for a lifetime. Right. Hopefully we'll be positive and they'll want to carry on. That's what we want to do here. Adolf Hitler believed in that. Adolf Hitler taught them at 10, 11, 9, 7 years old. His politics, of course, was insane. But they, and, they, and they grew up to believe him and they went and killed everybody and themselves. Good. Why did you bring that up? Because it was a thought. <laughs> well, that was a fuck thought. <laughs> no, it wasn't because the power of Adolf Hitler was terrible. Has, no, but it has never been seen. He killed... 8, 9, 10, 12 million people, not only Jews, he killed gypsies and gays and everybody. To have that sort of power and that sort of control over a world. So now we need Captain Wait, Pump. wait, wait. That's what I was. You fucking step on my line well, I one can't more help time. Uh -oh. I'm going to put have this to make mic things up tied to, You have to tie things to the conversation. Yeah, but I don't need you to tell me like I'm a senile old cunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's howdy doody time. It's so, no, no. We need Captain Pump to be we like need, that. Now, though. listen, Captain Pump. I know. I'm the, just trying to bring him back. Wait, what's with the new girlfriend? No, no. Captain Pump. He doesn't talk about his girlfriends on the on there. Yeah, he will now because he loves me. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I do love you, but we're going to talk about Captain Pump.
So well, wait, what? The, I could talk about the other girlfriend that's on my no. Facebook page. No, Ooh. no, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. I'm threatening him. I'm blackmailing. No, he's trying to blackmail me. Well, <laughs> when are you coming to California? Uh, you know, the, it's in the plans. I have to. I have so much going on here right now. I'm shooting a show right now. I'm on FBI on uh, on CBS, which is great. So I have good. to shoot that for the next couple of weeks, which is great. Money, uh, money. Good, good, good. Did you get to meet Missy Peregrine yet? Yeah, I worked with her yesterday. Great girl. Oh, my God. I love her so much. She's like one of my favorite actresses. She's like, to me, she's like one of the most like underrated actresses. She should be like huge she should be like the biggest star on television and movies i love her so much takes time so what she do you great play? personality very nice girl it was a lot of fun to work with her that's awesome congratulations what do, you, wait, what do you play jason what else do i play i'm playing a heavy what do you think a bad guy killer no good <laughs> well i'm playing kind of like a cia type of bodyguard for a bad guy but he's okay. got so much money that he's got cia type guys working for him you know? oh, I love it. You got to just get a from selling like flowers to grandmothers. That's nope. never going to happen. Why not? It's just not going to happen. How, how tall are you? So everybody can get an idea. I'm 6'2". Okay, so he's 6'2", and how much do you weigh? 230. He weighs 230, and how much, what's your percentage of body fat? Like 2%? Zero, zero. Well, no, everybody no. has a little. Now it's about 10%. Oh my God, if he's 10%, I'm like 90. <laughs> Answer me a true question. Eileen Shapiro didn't try to grope you or anything? No, she's wonderful. I love Eileen. She, she, she didn't like make propositions to see your penis. She does it with me all the time. Well, yeah. Maybe she wants to make you feel good. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking that Eileen would take one look at you and she'd be like, whoa. Eileen's one. I, I love her to pieces. I have to talk to her in private about you. Actually, uh, Eileen's in there saying that his girlfriend that we're not talking about is fantastic. Oh, the girlfriend, <laughs> your girlfriend was there too? Yes. The girlfriend that we're not talking about well, is fantastic. if Eileen likes her, then we like her because Eileen's got good taste. Yeah, Eileen people. has great taste. She knows shit from Shinola. And actually, Aaron says she's absolutely lovely. And then Dave Hughes, the pervert that he is, says he's drooling over Missy Peregrine because he drools over all the hot girls that we talk about. And he's married. <laughs> he's married. His poor wife. She's got like a masturbating fantasy nut job here. <laughs> I mean, he's crazy. And he's happily married. So we should tell everybody, going back to Captain Pump, you guys. First of all, you guys, um, when you look up the book, um, Jason doesn't spell his name the way that, that normally people would spell Jason. It has two S's, so it's J-A-S-S-O-N, and Finney has an E in it, Eileen. F-I-N-N-E-Y. <laughs> F-I-N-N-E-Y. So when you go to Amazon, plug in Jason Finney, J-A-S-S-O-N, F-I-N-N-E-Y, and then type in The Adventures of Captain Pump. And uh, it'll come up on Amazon. You can order it. It's going to be in digital copies. It's going to be in physical copies. And it's available on the 27th, which is Tuesday. And uh, it's a great gift. I can't imagine anybody who has kids should buy this book Absolutely. for their children. And the reason that Jason spells it J-A-S-S is because he used to stutter. <laughs> yeah. My mom liked it better balanced with six letters. And I say, well, it's because she knew I was going to grow up to be an ass. <laughs> <laughs> So your mother yeah. believed in numerology. So do I. That's why What's my Jason though. J A S S. What? Take away the J and you have ass. 
ASS. Oh, he is a piece of ass. Why not? <laughs> well, uh, she meant because uh, he is an ass. <laughs> oh, I think, I, think he's a, I think he's a piece of ass. Let him mind God, ass. He's a sexy ass. And I bet you everybody in our chat room will agree. Oh, and like freaking Dave Hughes is like laughing now because you called him a perv. <laughs> he's a perv. Every week we have these gorgeous girls on and he drools. He gets crazy. And he's married. I mean, the guy just wants to bang every chick in the world. And, he, and he's got a wife. So I just got a pro. You know, Dave, you got a problem, babe. We got to talk about it off camera. Wait, what did you did you dress up for Halloween as Captain Pump? No, no, actually, I went as a cowboy. Okay, that had to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of fun. I went to the parade in the village, which was fantastic, and we walked the parade. I've never walked the parade before, and uh, I said, "Let me get like totally into this." And we just started high fiving everybody. It was great. It was just like miles of people, and it just it was such a fun experience. Now yeah. your name is your name is Mud. Did you see? Have because you, met- you walked with all the fairies, they're going to say, "Oh, he's what? gay." <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, I've never been to the event before. It's my first time, and it was so family oriented. I couldn't believe it. Oh I, yeah, there were so many kids. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, we went we, to that here too, and it yeah, was we, we when we were in New York, we were at Eileen's booth. And Eileen had very bad. He was there too. Well, yeah. Eileen had very bad pains in her shoulders from her bra strap. So I had to sit underneath her chest and hold them up for half the the afternoon. I thought it was more the uh, stuffing from the mattress that she had to use. That's right, because she's really a 34A. I love my Eileen and her boobs. We call them. I always say to her, oh, I can't wait to see them. Oops, and you too. I love her. She's going to get a big head, this bitch, and she's not coming to see me in December, so I'm still mad at her. So is Captain Pump the TV show, will that be a cartoon TV show, or will it be like live action like Batman? Well, I'm hoping to make it live action and animation, so everything that would be live action would be happening in the real world, because the book itself is in black and white and in color, so everything that happens in the real world is in black and white, and then Pumpland is in color, so the idea would be animation would be in Pumpland in color, and the real world in black and white in live action. That's a genius idea, actually. You know, for, for having you on the show, I deserve a book signed by oh, you. <laughs> writing to my dearest, best, most fabulous friend in the world who's also <laughs> gorgeous, young-looking, and generous, and very modest. I wrote a book, not an encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing, everybody, too, you guys, graphically, you're going to love this book because it, it really does have, it is very cool when you look at it and you see part of it in black and white. Show them like black and white in color on the inside. And then when you're in Pumpland, you're in color. So, it's a very cool thing. That's so that's Pumpland, all in color. And then this is something that would happen in in the real world here. So that's a real-world representation. Okay, go up a little higher. There you go. Beautiful, that's in black beautiful and white. illustrations. Oh, they're fantastic. fantastic. Who's the artist? It's a girl out of Toronto that um, wants to remain anonymous. She says it's kind of nice to have people wonder who's actually doing them. I said, okay, fine. It's up to you. Okay. Now, here's the cool thing about Captain Pump is that when Captain Pump is in the real world, he's in color. And everything else is in black and white. I love it. That looks like a really good book. How much is this book? Ten ninety-five. Oh, go away. Ten dollars, that's all? Yeah. Why so cheap? Well, it's it's not that big. I mean, the book itself is I know, don't care. There's nothing for ten bucks. You can't even this get it. It's made for kids between the ages of six and nine. Uh 
they would love to read it and anybody that's younger would love to have it read to them and i'm sure parents will love it because of the stories inside all of the wonderful lessons life lessons and then once well, you start having the captain fun pump action figure it'll be like elf on the shelf you know you have the action figure then the kids will be carrying it around and everybody will be talking about captain pump. yeah but well, let me let me just say something about the uh, book world uh all of you out there who think that jason did this to make money uh, wrong. He's not going to make any money. If he gets 20 cents or 25 cents a copy, he's lucky. He's the first time printer. Lara Spencer, who put out her book, which was titled, uh, I Stop at Garage Sales or something like that. We went to her book signing because she's my daughter's best friend. And Lara said, yeah, right. I get like 15 cents a book. So Jason didn't do this book to get rich. He did it to help the world. He did it to help the world, and once it gets going and it takes off, you know, if you become like uh, like the Harry Potter lady, you know, and you sell 50 billion copies, then you make money, and they make movies and all that kind of stuff, and then you make money. So he's doing both. He'll and make if you money. make that kind of money, you could buy me a Bentley convertible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cream colored with tan interior. Everybody in the chat room is saying that they loved it. Who has oh, the book? Great. People have and Aaron and Aaron says that you showed him a fi picture of yourself as a cowboy on Halloween and you were really hot. And Dee Claudia says she wants the action figures. And <laughs> do you know? Have you met Randy Jones, the real cowboy from the Village People, before? And any of the times you go to New York with Eileen? No, not yet. Uh, we have to. That way, you could be a cowboy next to the cowboy from the Village People. That'd be pretty funny. He's funny. He's a really nice guy, Randy Jones. We have a good time with him. I love it. Also, you guys, Captain Pump is now on Twitter. And he needs followers, so please follow at Real Captain Pump on Twitter, and uh, and tweet with him, and tweet to him, and he'll be tweeting out links for the book because the book's going to be for sale. So make sure you follow Real Captain Pump on Twitter. How many people in the chat room have read this book? It's Nobody. Not, so how do you know what they're saying about it? Well, no, Eileen. They're reading. Eileen got a couple copies, and she said that a couple of her, um, I believe, grandchildren read it. Yeah, she's got 49 grandchildren. She was like a friggin' factory, a baby maker. She's got more grandchildren than I ever the book saw. He had the no. picture of him. He was holding his book. No, Jolie Fisher's holding his book, and he's right. holding Jolie right. Fisher's book right. at the... Right. Uh, yeah. we're, we're interviewing her when she comes out here, and Connie Stevens also. Oh, that's there's, great. There's someone at the door. Okay. Somebody, see, when you shoot in the house, it's like really like house house. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my shoes I bought. I oh, bought good. You got your shoes. You my, can show everybody your new shoes. Thanksgiving. I, <laughs> I love your new them. set, by the way. It's wonderful. Isn't it's it pretty? It's our living room. This is our living room. We just moved the stuff out of the way to put to be able to yeah, sit here. I said, you know what? Let's do it homey, and let's bring people into our homes, not a crappy studio. This, this way it's warm. You know, I can you see? Can you see the fireplace? Absolutely. Yeah. You see, next I'm going to have crumb cake. And coffee when we do. I'm putting a table around. Seriously, Enemans crumb cake when we're ordering it from New York. It's going to go right here. Or if that bitch Eileen comes, she could bring me one that cheap. Mm. Well, maybe you should have some carrot sticks and some celery sticks with something healthy and not eat cake. What no, do you no, eat no, with no, your carrot that's, sticks that's, that's and celery sticks? Do you put like peanut butter on them or anything or you just eat them plain? You could put peanut butter on it, but make sure the peanut butter is plain. Just crush no, peanuts. You don't need the, way to, the way to eat celery stalks. I like it with peanut butter. No, I eat celery stalks. Vinegar with salt. And you dip the celery stalk into it. It is out of this world. That's how I eat celery. In fact, Thanksgiving, I'm serving that. You never had that, honey? I won't eat it. I don't eat well, vinegar. Well, he won't eat it, but he'll eat it. So are you guys... Are you hosting Thanksgiving or are you going to? Yes. No, no we're hosting. All of Hollywood here. It's and, and what's on the menu? 
Turkey. Tur- yeah, yeah, turkey, else? sweet potatoes, oh, mashed everything. potatoes, corn fritters. That's my favorite out of everything is Mixed, corn fritters. And, and all kinds um, of goodies. Vegetables I don't know what else. And cake. Vegetables. There'll be vegetables. Everything, everything is, everything is. what do you call it? Nothing is uh, with injections of chemicals. Everything. What is it called? Fresh. Organic. We have an organic turkey. Uh, all of our food is organic. I we have we have a lot of fun people coming. We have... Uh, Thomas Churchill, uh, the movie director. That yeah, I'm trying to like pitch you to begin his prison movie that they're shooting right in there. Connecticut. And we have Sadie Katz as an actress, and her her boyfriend heart. is a two-time Emmy winner, showrunner for the Leo Mini show. And then we have uh, Angie Stevenson coming from Sons of Anarchy. So we have like all kinds of cool people coming. And Chris Bennett, the the, the vocalist. The, yeah, the Grammy nominee. And Garrick Lee, the famous uh, mid-century designer in Palm Springs. We have a lot of interesting. It's gonna be fun. Very fun. What day. are you doing? Are you and your girlfriend doing anything? I'm going to the girlfriend's parents' house. We've been cooking for two days. I can't wait. Have you have you met them before? Yeah, they're fantastic. Okay, okay, good. So you think you're going to marry this one, or is it just play? He's funny? never going to tell you that. I want to know. <laughs> you know, Jimmy, shut up. You ruin everything on this show. You have to talk like he did some senile. Star show last you know, time he almost he almost said something, and you went and cut no, him because off. He, because don't put shit in his. Because he has told me the things off air that he doesn't want to talk about. Well, he things. never told me, so fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so brave, three thousand miles away. Now, are you, are you are you marrying? That was good. What did he say? Huh? What did he, he say? He said you you're you're so big, three thousand miles away. When you said fuck him or whatever, he's like oh, you're so big. I say it right to his face. Aaron Paul says he's on our way. He's on our way. He's on his way for dinner. I'll be here in a few hours. <laughs> no, if no, I would I would say Aaron that recently Jim, found out that I don't live too far from him, so he said I'll be coming to your place more often now. Yeah. <laughs> For that sure one. Yes, absolutely. Watch, watch out for that one, Aaron girl. That watch out for that one. She will drug you. She will give you something to drink, drug give you, you and when roofie. you're unconscious, she will ravish your body. I know, but I, I know. Bought, bought him a really nice uh, cowboy hat that I was thinking of maybe boring. Okay, there you go. You can do that. I love. We love Aaron. Aaron is the best. We love Aaron and we love Eileen. He calls me Uncle Ron. I call him my little nephew. People get confused. Yeah, he wrote that on my way, Jimmy and Uncle Ron. See yeah, you well, in a few you know hours. when they say to me, but he's black and you're white. I said no, he's Jewish and I'm Italian, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dark Jew. What can I tell you, Aaron? But no one. But he's a sweetie pie. I love him. And you know who I love also is mother. Have you met Aaron's mom? No. No. Oh, she's a trip and a half. She's this old Brit broad that's got a Cockney accent, and she's as cool as cool can be. Oh, wow. I mean, she's with gay people. She hangs out. She's like one of the crowd. I mean, I'm older than she is, but not by much. But uh, she's like a young lady. Aaron's, Aaron, I Aaron love your mother. He, Aaron says that we're neighbors, and, he, and, and Eileen says that Aaron won't drug him because he likes him to be awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, ja- but yeah, but Jason will Jason will snap him in half if he tries anything. So Aaron's gonna have to drug him completely. So let's do this. So what else we got going? So you're shooting FBI because we got to go in a second. And you might be you're getting shooting, married. And you, and you might be getting married. And you're shooting FBI. And anything <laughs> else we shoot? And, and the real Captain Pump comes out on Tuesday, and everybody needs to get it. Anything else we need? We need to tell anything that's about to come out or anything that just came out. I shot a pilot, actually, that uh, is really cool. It's a story about four ghosts from different time periods. And I play Napoleon Horse's ghost. You got that, Ron? Napoleon Good. Horse's Nap- ghost. 
Napoleon's no. horses go. How do you? I mean, you hung like a horse. That's why they hired you. See, I, I figured you. you know, <laughs> <laughs> go with that. So, so, so they have you. So I, they I have you. Wait, they have you. They have you naked on all fours with a stirrup, right in the saddle. That's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. everybody's gonna go see that movie. Aaron will buy every ticket for a month. <laughs> She'll bring a bed in the movie theater and sleep. Oh, there actually, Aaron says he likes him to be awake because he doesn't want to have to do all the work. Oh, she's so full of <laughs> shit. <laughs> Aaron, you're such a liar. Okay, so wait, are you allowed to tell us what the is the pilot? We don't know if the pilot's going to get picked up yet. Though. No, but it's called Afterlife. It's really cool. Um, there's three other main ghosts in there. One, she's from the Civil War period and doesn't know that she actually started the Civil War right before she got killed. Oh wow! How, how did she start the Civil War? Like Eileen? No, she was a, a teenage kid. They were hanging around doing something in a schoolyard, and they were shooting off firecrackers. And last, next thing she heard was a bunch of bombs going off, and that was the end of it. So the uh, connotation is that, unbeknownst to her and her friends, they started the Civil War. And uh, <clears throat> the other one is a stockbroker from the 80s, and he's the African-American, and he's got this huge, you know, those 1980s-style phones. And Oh, Yes. The last one is a ghost from modern day who decided he was going to buy a parachute off a Groupon and jump off his roof. And, of course, the Groupon parachute didn't open. So it's <laughs> a comedy, obviously. <laughs> and, and it's a story about how we have to, uh, as ghosts, re-enter into the world of a ghosthood the people have just died. And we have a small window of opportunity to do so before the demons take over. So if we're not able to capture them and bring them to our side, the demons take over. And the other side of it are the actual ghost hunters. You see so many of these ghost hunter shows, right? Yeah, so there's a million of them. Of the ghosts that we're haunting the ghost hunters and knowing exactly what we're doing. So it's kind sounds of, like Oh, a, my God, so, that sounds fun. Sounds like a movie I could be in. You know, I, I, your, your friend here is a star. You know that. I'm a movie star. I Did know you. You, know you didn't know that? Yeah, I just finished a movie where I play a, a minister. I know. I saw it on Facebook. You look I very mean, ministry. Talk about... Talk about casting. He looks. You looked very ministry. I know, but <laughs> min, ministrating. I think ministrating. I looked, but um, talk about casting, right? They got this outrageous wild fruit to play a, a conservative minister. It was a was a stretch, but I it's did fun. it. So all right, everybody. So well, I've probably. They, I'm sure I did a lot of camping in it, and the director had a breakdown. You know, at one point, I was supposed to go, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, calmly. And I just decided to do it my own way. And I said, hello, excuse me. And the director said, oh, too much, Ron. Too much. <laughs> could, we, could, could we get rid of the beginning? <laughs> get, get rid of the, well, hello. He said, could we just do the like? <laughs> so he kept saying, bring it down a little, Ron. Bring it down a little. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun movie. It's not it's actually it's a good movie and my love Sadie Katz is in it who I was, When you come to California we'll introduce you. When I saw I mean no, I'm standing 2 feet from her now. I don't know the scene cuz I'm in the world I don't hear, I don't see, I forgot lines. I was in a coma. And the guy that's supposed to marry her that I'm marrying says, "No. I'm not marrying you because you fucked my best friend or something." And Sadie Katz did a piece of work that I almost cried. Her body began to shake like nerves and her voice got low and why but i don't know i mean she did such a number that scene has got to be used in their commercial it, it moved me really big time and you know when you work on a movie nothing moves you yeah it's all, yeah. It's all bullshit but she's really some so wait when will your that. fbi episode air is it going to be for this season oh yeah it'll air probably mid-january 
something like that. Okay, I'll- make sure you let us know when that airs so we can watch it. Because like I'm going to start watching that show just because you're 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 on an episode and I love Missy Peregrine. Absolutely. And I think we're going to plan a trip back to New York in the spring. Maybe for my birthday, we'll come in. I'll be 50. And I figured I'd like <laughs> to do my 50th birthday again in New York. That would be with, great. With, with my New York friends and that, and that person, Eileen Shapiro, that person. There you go. All right, everybody. <laughs> so follow Real Captain Pump on Twitter. You can also follow uh, Jason Finney, J-A-S-S-O-N-F-I-N-N-E-Y. And what's your other Twitter? It's like Jason Finney... Uh, well, there's Instagram too. It's at Jason Finney. Okay, at Jason Finney. Yeah. And then you have a don't you have a like real body bodies by Jason or something? Body by Jason, yeah, yeah. I want to ask you a question, a very good question too. Really now? We had a, a normal one. I do do normal once in a, a while. A normal one. Hold on a sec now. This is special. One, once in a while, I do normal. Okay. What? At what? At what age? Were you when you decided to become a bodybuilder and become who you are today? And what was the reasoning? Like what? What you didn't have the book to read your book. You didn't have it to read. No. So what gave you the idea that you could be this this tremendous human being? Well, I don't know. I've always been an athlete. I mean, I started playing hockey in Canada at the age of three, and uh, I thought I was going to be a professional hockey player, and so did my family up until uh, the age of about fifteen, when music took over. And I decided I was going to quit hockey and create a revolution inside of my family. And uh, as I did that, <laughs> I, I was very bad. My my father was pissed at me. My grandmother wouldn't talk to me for a while. My mother was it was just horrible. Anyway, I got over that, and um, I always continued the training through my music years. So for me, it was always important to be fit. And I think really because of my love of fitness and falling into the world of acting through fitness. I wanted to combine the two things that I enjoy most. And Captain Pump has always been something that uh, I've lived without necessarily manifesting in a book because I've always tried to help people become fit and healthy ever since I was 17 years old. And the concept uh, stuck with me. And I think the most important thing in, in bringing Captain Pump to life is to bring all of my teachings along the way. Every Because I've had mentors myself that I've been very fortunate to have in my life and through that, I've been able to pick up these lessons that I'm going to pass on to others. And now, another question. Are you happy with your body or do you want to go bigger? No, I don't really want to go bigger. I think I want to maintain. Uh, the longer I can maintain, as I get older, it's harder to maintain. So you got to just, you know, keep up with it. Uh, the cool thing about your body is, this is good for anybody out there, is if you've abused your body forever... It doesn't matter because the second that you start doing the right things, your body starts to react in a positive way. Metabolically, you start to change immediately. It might take a week. It might take 10 days. It might take three weeks before you actually manifest visual change. But right from the beginning, those metabolic changes are happening. So anybody out there who wants to get fit and healthy and thinks that you can't or it's too late or that you missed the boat, that's not true. It doesn't matter. That's great. That's really good information. A few years ago, I was built just like you, truthfully. I had your exact body, your exact arms. Then I married Jimmy. Then I married Jimmy, and he tortured me into this fat body I have now. Yeah, right. I lost all my muscle uh, substance because he he did something to my brain. And now I don't have your body anymore. But I used to be built like you. It was uncomfortable putting on uh, bras and uh, dresses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know what you mean. It's hard. When I would go and drag, it was very difficult, you know, <laughs> to cover up my 28-inch arms. 
All right, so here's what we're going to do, everybody. Follow Real Captain Pump on Twitter. Follow Jason Finney on Twitter and on Instagram. Please, please, if you're looking for a great gift to give your son, grandson. Christmas is here. You know, your niece, your nephew, your neighbor's kids. If you need a grab bag, gift, anything like that, please let's get The Adventures of Captain Pump. It's on, You can get it on Amazon. It's the world's first fitness superhero. It comes out on Tuesday. Uh, everybody really needs to get this book, and we need it to be a New York Times bestseller so we can have a second one come out and right. and, and make, make a TV show and, and do and all it, kinds of things. And it's only $10. My God, you go to a lunch. Nothing is $10 anymore. You can't even go to crappy I mean, McDonald's for $10. Two, 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 two Starbucks <laughs> cups of coffee are 10 bucks, and a croissant, all right? There you go, which is gone the next day. This book stays with the kids. You leave it in the playroom or their bedrooms. And when they feel like it, they look through it and they imitate it and they run around like Captain, what's it called? Captain Pump. 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 And they become Captain Pump. And you guys can go hang out in Pumpland. So it's going to be really fun, and, you guys. And, and Eileen can get pumped once in a while, too. You know, she likes getting pumped. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you always have to draw that into there. Oh, Listen man. to Chad. You're going to have a nice clean. Oh, I'm out, I'm out to kill Eileen. She's not coming. She's not coming in December. Now, we need a nice, clean conclusion. So give it a Oh, here's conclusion. the clean conclusion. Our Eileen Shapiro broke my heart. Because she's not coming here December no, the, 4th. The clean conclusion Wait, I'm about giving you the Captain clean Pump. I'm going to give you a very clean conclusion. So I'm flying to New York. I intend to murder Eileen, give her a bath. That's a clean conclusion. <laughs> no, now say something nice about Captain Pump. What am I going to say about Captain Pump? That you got to get the fucking book. I mean, what more can you do? You're an idiot, stupid don't, jerk. Can, if can you, you don't, keep, uh, if you it, don't buy the book, you're uh, a moron. I like to keep it clean. It is clean. If you love your children, you give them baths, you give them showers, you give them medicine. You I give hope them you, food. I hope you give them good food. Well, you've got to give them this book. We need this. This isn't. A, this is not a a gift. This is a, an urgency. It's a necessity. Because we have children today who are the most unhealthy children ever in the society of human beings. Absolutely. We have all these sick, fat kids and this bullshit of pills they're giving them. Uh, at three years old, they're giving Adderall. What is this nonsense? Come on, folks. Grow up. Feed your kids properly. Let them exercise. Make them strong and healthy like a tree. A tree needs the sunshine, the rain, and the grass. And that's what your children need. And buy the book or, or you're a piece of shit. <laughs> okay, well, he had to put it in there somehow. All right. No, really, you're a lousy parent. If you don't, buy, I'm serious, and I mean this with my heart. If you don't buy this book for your kids, you are not a good parent. There you go. And it's, he makes 15 cents on it. Like, wow, we're doing this so that Jason gets rich and he can marry this girl. When are you getting married again? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's uh, never going to let that one go. He tries. He's good, though. <laughs> yeah, he is trying. All right, Jason, thank you so much. I love you, with the book and have, have, I hope you, you and your girlfriend and the family have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Wonderful Thanksgiving, Thanks my guys sweet friend. Enjoy. All right, bye. What a pleasure visiting. Bye. Bye, bye. Jason. I gotta mean, love it. He's the nicest guy in the world. He really is. He's such a sweetie. So we have gonna... we have really wonderful friends. And in behalf of my Eileen Shapiro, I love her beyond belief. I mean, she's like my sister. Uh, so I tease her. But okay. She's just wonderful. I no more teasing. <laughs> Shut up! Don't tell me what you, you always tell me what to do. You are a fucking control freak. I am. No, he does. I get up in the morning. He tells me walk there, go there. I don't practice. tell you anything. You do so. Go morning. do this. Go do it. Go pick. I up never the, tell him anything. In go the pick up the dog shit. I get on up the way lawn. before him. Uh, when have you ever done that? I pick up the dog shit on the lawn. What? 
I don't. I, I don't know. I've never. I mean, I pick it up every other day, so I don't know what day oh, you're picking yeah, it you're up. You're just Mighty Mouse. You do everything. <laughs> I did it today. <laughs> anyway. Today I was busy. Yeah, of course you were. He's always busy. Ch- Chad, we took the dogs for a walk. He's like, come on, we got to take the dogs for a walk. Literally, we didn't even get half a block. He's like, I can't do this. <laughs> he fucking came back. Out of breath. <laughs> Who walks dogs? I mean, Everybody in this neighborhood walks dogs. No, I like to make out with my dog. She jumps up. He doesn't want to like walk them. <laughs> no, I just like hugging her and kissing her and petting her and brushing so her. We're going to take a quick music break because I want to get... We have Are we playing songs. Dance, Dance, No, now dance. we're playing Everybody Dance by Norma Jean Wright, who's part of... Uh, she is it chic chick chic 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 back chic. in the day you guys she was the lead singer of chic this is everybody dance we're gonna play it for you real quick i love this song talk for a few guys. minutes before we call our guests this is the song of songs go dance, for it chad dance, get it dance, dance. Studio.
Okay, I'm paying attention, everybody. That was. Oh wait, I gotta turn. I gotta turn the phone off. Oh, I mean, I, the <laughs> phone's playing the, the actual song. <laughs> All right, so how do I turn it off? How do I turn the app off? <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, everybody. I was on the W4CY since we don't get to hear the music. Uh, um, and anyway, and I love that song. We love it. So Clap here's your hands, everybody. So everybody, we're gonna do a quick commercial, and then we're gonna call our our women. We want to just let everybody know you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell every week. You can listen to us live on W4CY Radio with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh yeah. yeah. We're also on Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audioboom, Podomatic, iTunes, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, Roku, and now we're on Comcast On Demand through the Galaxy Global Television Network. And you could see us on your cell phone if you're out and about. Yes, everywhere. You can see us everywhere. We're, we're, you know, if, if you're like in the public toilet, you can watch us on your cell phone. Hmm. Or if you're being arrested and you're being incarcerated, you know, you can watch us as they fingerprint you. So here's what we're going to do, because we got to get four people on the line, you guys. We're going to have Martha Wash, Linda Clifford, Norma Jean Wright, and Jim Arena, who's an author of The First Ladies of Disco. And um, we're going to call all of them. While we're trying to get them on the line, we're going to play from Linda Clifford the, the song Red Light, which you guys will know it if you watch the movie Fame. It was one of the songs on the Fame soundtrack. Mm. And uh, so here it is, Linda Kerf- Clifford, Red Light. Enjoy, and we'll hopefully when we get back, we'll have everybody on the line.
that. There you go, fellas. All right, hang on, everybody. So now we're like, now we're like live chat. Let me ask you a quick question because we're missing Linda. Were you able to find Linda? I found her, but she's not accepting a request, and therefore I can't call her. You can't call her till she accepts the request. Correct. So if that's her calling you, tell her she has to accept the request. Okay, hold on. <laughs> it's live, everybody. So far on the phone, you guys. <laughs> While, while, while Martha's working out, we have Martha Wash, we have Norma Jean Wright, and we have Jim Arena. Do you go by Jim or James? Uh, James, because that's my name for the book authoring. <laughs> okay, so James, I, I messed that one up. I wrote Jim down in my notes, but then the girl in the chat room, uh, Illy, say hi. Illy, say hi to Illy. Hello there. <laughs> there you go. She wrote James, and so uh, I'm going to change it. All right, so James Arena, you guys, phenomenal author. Actually, bringing attention to all the fabulous ta talent of the disco years and uh, lots of other books, but he he wrote first ladies He's too of disco. Young. You're too young to know about the disco <laughs> years. Oh, if only that were true. <laughs> it is true. How He's old? You're like I mean, ten, right? I'll be, 50, I, I, I'll be how, fifty-nine. Oh, right. you look good, you old pig. <laughs> <laughs> you look good. You Thank look you. good. I, li I live. Music keeps you young. That's the secret. I lived in Studio 54. I'm wow. 78, and I used to go in the winner's circle with Liza and and what's his name or the artist. Oh yeah, with all the people. No uh, kidding. No. Yes. Well, because I had friends in Brooklyn, and the Brooklyn people used to supply the drugs to everybody at Studio 54. I think so, you need to write a book. No, no, no. He I, should. I, 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 I wasn't. I was an actor. I wasn't selling the drugs. But I'm not. I'm not going. It was Vincent Papa's nephew that was selling the drugs. You know, they made the movie about Vincent Papa, and so his he had all the concession of selling everybody in Studio Fifty Four the drugs. So when I would go with my friends, we would get VIP treatment. The limo would pull up, and Rebel would bow. You know, with his on Skype. He'd bow. He'd bow. And then we brought in. Oh, and wow, we what had, happened? We had the thousand dollar table with all the booze and all the bullshit, and we met everybody, and it was a fun time. I love. So maybe we Christopher. should like let, let's do an intro and introduce who we've got here and keep going. Chad, how are we working with Linda? Did you find anything out? Uh, she still hasn't accepted yet. Okay, I think, I think Martha's like. I think Martha's trying to talk to her. Martha, are you talking to Linda? I think you should, she is. You should still be able to get it for free. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's free. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Just okay. accept the contact request and we'll call he's, her. He's, he's today. You, want. Today you should have it. Yeah, all he has to do, all she has to do is hit accept and he then he can call her. Something, something. You should have received that already. W4CY radio. W4CY radio. Click on it. Uh, can we do this do it a song or something? No. <laughs> sing, Ron, sing. Anyway, everybody out there. I'm sure you all dance to dance. Is there any kind, you can't uh, shut that off or, or click it off or anything like that? Hang on. Oh, I don't have a way. Uh, she should go on Skype and send her phone number to Chad, and then he can talk to her and tell her what to do. She can, he, she can type a little message on Skype, and that way he can call her, and that way... Uh, that yeah. way, like, actually, all these millions... Actually, we can't on. message each other unless she's <laughs> accepted requests either. All we need her to do is accept the request, Just though. Just accept it. <laughs> but now getting back to what we're talking about I, I remember at Studio 54 well, at about 4 or 5 o'clock in the okay. morning we played Donna Summer's last dance hey guys yes. hold on hold on excuse me yeah. Linda said send her another request 
Send her I, I, another send her request. Like 20. Send her another quest, Chad. <laughs> 20 more coming up. All right, he's doing it. Anyway, we're working would, on it. <laughs> Rebel and people used to pour amyl nitrate into the air conditioning system, and they would, you know, poppers, and it would go out, and everybody got demented. They took their clothes off, screamed from Last Dance. I was one of them. But I mean, <laughs> we loved you girls and disco, and how I, I'm so happy to have you on the show. I was so excited because Dance Dance was like, forget about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I wore out shoes from that song. I'm, yeah, I'm still here. These women did an amazing job. These are all the original people who, who made disco music what it is today, this classic art form. And these women are responsible for that, along with their producers and songwriters. And uh, their, their contribution to pop culture is astonishing. And right. I'm so happy I was able they to give them the attention on. to the book. And, and I'm the show okay. is go over to the right hand side and see if the <laughs> yeah, but we we need that. Hey, Martha, maybe Martha, maybe mute while you're talking to her. You know how to mute Martha? What the hell Martha? is going on here? You don't like know how to do it. I know. Well, we're trying to. Well, we're doing a show. We can't worry. If she can't come on, she can't come on. It's ruining our show. Relax. Just relax. No, I can't relax. I want to talk to these women. I love them. Hang on. We're okay. Um. So listen, Chad, tell Martha what to do again. Not yet. Well, I did early a few minutes ago. Sure Martha can hear you at this point. Oh, she maybe she can't hear us. We need uh, we need her to mute her thing though. Yeah. Then uh, all right, now I think we have Linda standby. All right, James, good, James, good, good, good. we got it. What, what about being unavailable? James, yeah. continue. James is very interesting. I want to hear what James. The person, she, the person she's trying to. Hang up the phone. We're Tell calling her right now. It's ringing her, her account. She already accepted. It's, it's, it's ringing. ringing, but she's not, she's the, not answering. There she oh, is. I'm hearing you. I'm oh, wait, here we go. There she is. Now you can hang up your phone, right. Martha. Hang up, Martha. Hang up, Martha. Get rid of the phone. All right. Oh, All, right. Hallelujah. All right, Linda, hit the video button. Linda, hit the little video button so we can see you and we should be set. Okay, wait a second. There's no. I'm looking for a video button. There's. Um, it looks like a camera. <laughs> well, I know that. The icon, little icon below the pictures. Okay. Linda, I'm going to break your nails if you can't do this. <laughs> Wait a second. I see Hit a the Skype fucking button. button. <laughs> it says it's, there's a Skype button. Oh my God. Hold on, hold on. Wave your, wave your mouse around the bottom of the picture. There should be four icons. One of them has a video icon. Okay, Chad, you tell her what to do. Hey, I just babe, did. I what? see you. Can you see me? No. No. What? Hit the, hit the little video button. I see all of you. <laughs> That's you fine, but we don't see you. I see all of you. Okay, we, hi. We don't see you. Hi. Hey, oh. Linda. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is it that we can't see it? Well, we're going to go as know, we can. No, but you better see me. I put on all this makeup and stuff. <laughs> And Linda, Linda sounds like she's 20 feet across the room. Can you come closer to the mic or wherever that is? Hang on, hang on. Well, yeah, the mic is on. Let me turn the speaker up. Maybe we're losing air. We don't need speaker. We need microphone volume. I want to know what they... Listen, they're here to talk about disco, not about Linda's not finding the button. Okay. <laughs> you know, I could say something. Why don't you put some... There it is. Bam. Yes. Like a boss. Hey, listen. Hey. Perfect. Hey, okay, listen. I need a drink. Shit. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody's here. Wonderful. Wait a minute. You're, 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 you're,
worth waiting for. You're beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank All right, you. now I got to do you found the button. Everybody be quiet. I'm going to do an intro now because this is what will go to Comcast. I got a fucking have an intro for Comcast. <laughs> uh-uh. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. First, we want to welcome the first ladies of disco, Martha Wash, Hi. Linda Clinton. And Norma Jean Wright. They all look lovely. And then everybody's here. Then we want to welcome author of the book. He's actually authored a lot of books, but of the first ladies of disco, author James Arena. Hello and welcome everybody to the show. Hey, great to be here. Hi. Oh my God, it's so nice for everybody to be here. So in like in like. Three sentences or less, everybody just say a hello and, and tell us kind of like who you are real quick. And for anybody who doesn't know, because we have some young people who might not know who you are, even though they're crazy to not know who you are. That's and let's what this, let's so. start with start with Martha. Martha Wash. Yay. I'm, I'm a singer. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Martha Wash, you're not just a singer, honey. <laughs> Dance. Your dance, dance, clap your hands, dance. No, that's dance. not her. You don't even know who sings her song. Martha sings it. Martha no, she Watch, it's Rainy Men. Sings Sylvester. It's men. Fox, huh? she is a legend. Everybody dance Wait a minute. Do you want me to log off and try again? <laughs> no. Oh, you all got She's me so confused up. with names and stuff. I love Dance Dance and I love The Rain also. Those of Listen. I danced to your music for years and loved it. Bought your albums, played them at parties. I just want—I want everybody to get a chance to know whose voice is whose. So we heard Martha. So let's go to Norma because you were second on the call. Norma, say hi. Hello, it's Norma Jean right here, and I sang on Dance, Dance, Dance. Uh, everybody dance Saturday and a few others. Love you, I love you, I love you, <laughs> I love you. One. one more time, I love you. Then, we, got, <laughs> then we have Linda Clifford. So say hi, hi everybody. I'm Linda Clifford, and uh, I'm a singer. No, I sang on uh, "If My Friends Could See Me Now" and "Run Away Love." Don't come oh crying in God, me. Do stuff I like that. Too. <gasps> do and, I love? And you then we too. have James Arena, who's the author of First Ladies of Disco." Say hi, James. Hey, everybody. First Ladies of Disco, the story of 32 stars who formed this disco music that we still love. 40 plus years later, we're still talking about this music. So I, I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And it's such an honor. These ladies are incredible. Their history is incredible. Their voices are amazing. They are still amazing. Aww. And look how beautiful they are. I, it, what, what a great show this is. You know, awesome. if, if there's legends in music, these girls are legendary because their songs are legendary. You can play their music now. And dance to it now as we did 40 years ago. Jesus, that go fast. No, not 40. Well, that's he said 40 years ago was disco. <laughs> it is. Is it really 40? Oh, my God, I feel old. And oh. you guys all look so oh. young. I, I must have been going to studio at three years old, then, if it's 40. <laughs> <laughs> that's two. <laughs> no, 
but seriously. <laughs> Us too. <laughs> well, I, listen, I'll lie for you if you lie for me. I don't so care. real quick, everybody, I'm showing Get Out Magazine for all of you all to see it because you're the centerfold. There's a five-page uh, article about all of you, and you guys yeah. are so fabulous. And that you have an, a show November 29th and 30th at Joe's Pub in Manhattan. Oh, I wish and, I was uh, there. It's Get Out Magazine, oh. the one with Emma Stone on the cover. And the article was written by Eileen Shapiro, who also interviewed Emma Stone. And anybody who's in New York City or wants to travel to New York City, you definitely should get tickets for this show. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I would, if, and if yeah, we were there, I would be there it. in a flash. You know, I went to see, um, here we go, brain dead, <clears throat> my Kathy. Oh, we went and saw Kathy Sledge. Kathy Sledge is the love oh, of my oh, oh, heart. I, I adore Kathy Sledge. She's like yeah. my... We I, all I love adore Kathy. her. Oh, I love her beyond belief. And I interviewed yeah. her. And mm -hmm. I love her. And when I said to her, We Are Family is the gay song of the wedding. I mean, it just, gay people oh my love that so much because we are family. Uh, uh, we should be getting questions from you guys, but I have to tell you this quick I'm story. I'm overwhelmed because such this. royalty. I know. I have to tell I'm you, though. So Ron is not, Ron had a television show, you guys, called Set the Record Straight, where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. Yep. Jane Russell was his best friend. He interviewed Tab Hunter and Lauren Bacall and all these, like, oh. legends. So we were at a, a movie screening in Philadelphia. No, wait, let me finish it. I go to parties that people would faint from with the, with who's in the room, you know, and I don't give a shit. Who's yeah, he's actor. never affected by anybody. You know, I know them all. They're like, so we went to this thing. They're all drunk. We went to this a thing, right? And all of a sudden, from like 20 yards away, I hear him say, Jimmy, Jimmy, come here, come here. And I walk over there and he's like, this is Kathy Sledge. And he starts singing We Are Family. And I was embarrassed. And it was yeah. fabulous, and we had a great time. And she was our very first guest for our very first television show when we went from radio to television. And then we went and saw her do uh, uh, she uh, Billy Holiday, Holiday fabulous. in New York. Uh -huh. And then we saw her at another party, and we met the other ladies, somebody else who they said they were in Chic. Chic. They were <laughs> chic but it wasn't chic. you. <laughs> no, no, no. Those, those two brought They were like the backup singers or something, they were but they were beautiful. They were fabulous. <laughs> we had such a ball with them. <laughs> But Kathy Sledge. I, a mess. No, Kathy oh Sledge. Oh my God. You guys are killing me right now. <laughs> Wait. Kathy Sledge said to me, because I am the biggest fan of Patty LaBelle. I mean, LaBelle sings beyond belief. I mean, ugh, I adore Patty LaBelle. And she made a mistake of telling me she's friends with Patty LaBelle. And we were living in Pennsylvania at the time, and Patty lives in Pennsylvania. And uh, uh, what's her name lives in New Newtown which is not far. So I invited her to dinner to my house, Sister Sledge. And she said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll bring Patty LaBelle. I said, good, tell her to bring me the blueberry pie. <laughs> they might not know that. No, did you ever eat Patty LaBelle's fruit pie? Yeah. No. And sweet potato I know about pie. the sweet potato pie. I don't know about No, the it weighs about 38 pounds. Oh, no. But it is the most delicious pie you will ever eat. You will kill you after you eat it. <laughs> and I thought to myself, LaBelle has diabetes. What the hell is she doing making a pie that'll kill all diabetics? <laughs> so anyway. Not good. But, I but wait a minute. My question is, do any of you guys and girls know Patty? I, I know Patty. I know Sarah and Nona. Yeah, there you go. She knows them all. Good company. We had a great time. We had so much yep. fun. It wasn't even like funny. And I, I think that it's. Uh, I actually, I have to agree with what Ron said, James. Like, I think what you're doing to to help keep 
you know, love you keep, for it. keep everything like alive for people to know because uh, I personally, because I work a lot in the music industry, I personally think the music of today, a lot of it is not good. Stinks. And, Stinks. Uh, and Stinks. I think that, that the music that you guys did is so classic and it never goes away. And I have to say, because uh, I spent my yesterday streaming uh, something good, Martha. Uh-huh. I, and it is such a fabulous, even though it's a little bit different than a lot of the songs are a little bit different than what you're super, super famous for. It's one of the greatest albums ever. It was so relaxing. I loved it. Beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. It was fabulous. I've been listening to all you guys' music all week. Yeah. It, I so I would know, but even though I get, I get confused of who's saying what, because I'm not used to having three <laughs> legends at the same time. Um, so I get all confused and flustered. But like all you guys have contributed so much to, to dance music, uh, to music in general, and I can't believe that you guys have been like performing for that many years and none of you guys look like a day over 40. You guys look fabulous. <laughs> oh, I you love know, you. If I, want, I, if I could throw in a little uh, bit of information here, though, one thing that you mentioned was uh, how today's pop stars are, are not the same as they were back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But these three ladies were all at the top of the pop charts, not just the dance charts. They all made it to the top 40, top 30, 20, even top 10. Uh, and some of them made it to number one with, with their songs. Linda Clifford was on the dance chart. Um, the Chic songs made it to the top 10. These were pop stars. And that, that sets you a little bit apart from just uh, obscure dance singers, uh, you know, dance music singers in general. These women are really pop music royalty. And even yes, though we sometimes get confused about who may have sung what, these women really did the job. James, here we have many friends that were stars in the 80s, mm -hmm. like Joya Bruno uh, from, uh, what is Joya? That's 90s. That's, well, same thing as 80s, 90s. <laughs> you know, it's all in that little pot of time. And the sad thing is that none of them <laughs> made money. They were all robbed by their labels, their managers, because Joya Bruno, who sold millions of dollars in records, came out with like five. They might not know who that is. Joya Bruno is one of the singers from Expose. They're Expose. really good friends of ours. And also my wonderful friend who I love and adore, Lily McLeod. Do you know Lily McLeod? No, they might not know that one. Anyway, yeah. she's wonderful. She's a fabulous singer. They Nicole J. McLeod was her name back in the day. She only had she had one really big hit in the eighties. Yeah. And she was on X Factor. That's how we met her. She was on X Factor. But she's made a she made a fortune of money and was so brutally robbed by all of the people. Did this happen to you girls too? Uh, I think it happened to many people. Of course. Yeah, I, I you know we we came through at a time when that was very prevalent. That was the way to go, obviously, for uh, the people who were involved with either the record company or management or road managing, whatever the situation. You know, they are the ones who handled the funds, and we went out and did the shows, and then all, suddenly there was nothing left for the artists, you know. So, well, um, you know, that, that I think was very prevalent uh, during the we, we have We have a very dear friend, a dear, dear, dear friend, is Angie B. Angie. B. Angie B. B. Angie B. Remember B. Angie B? Mm-hmm. I remember. And she had some good hits, and she got nothing. She was robbed blind. And she had, what's his name? Is it a friend? She was part of NC Hammer's group. Yeah. That's different different uh, kind of music, though. I know that, but I'm just going, what happened with these wonderful performers? You know, I met Betty Davis many years ago. 
And I had to say this to Betty because it was corny, but I had to say it. I said, you know, thank you so many, thank you for so many years of pleasure, enjoying your movies and my mother and my grandmother, we all enjoy you so much. And I want to say the same thing to you girls and to all the girls from the disco days. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you made us so happy. You made my soul fly. That music just was enchanting. It was a beat. It was a sound. It was, I wish it was back. I think, I think a lot of it is back. And, and I don't want to, you know, hog this time that we have. But I do want to say, if you turn on your TV and listen to the radio, if you just listen to the commercials that are being played, yeah, you're going to hear a lot of disco music. Oh yes, music. They're not playing the music that um, you know a lot of the the newer stuff or or the heavy hard stuff. They're playing the happy music, which is what we we have need. always been a part of. Right. We have a group. My favorite song didn't really make it. Crystal Ball. Oh, I, I, the disco yeah. song by what's her name? I forgot. She was a famous disco singer. Now, why can't I remember her name? And she did a recording called Crystal Ballroom or Crystal Ball. And it's a fabulous song. And we played it on our show for like a whole year. And it just didn't take off. For some reason, people think that disco is old. And So how did you guys all get together? Like, let's, I want to make sure we can hear a little bit from everybody. So, Norma, how about yeah. you handle this one? How, how did you guys get together for this show, for the, for the uh, First Ladies of Disco? Well, actually, after James wrote the book, James Washington, who was Martha's manager and also the creator of the First Ladies of Disco's show. The show was started, uh, Martha, Linda, and Evelyn Champagne King. Yes. And um, after Evelyn, there were some shows that she couldn't make. And after she decided that she couldn't do all of them, I was invited to come on board. And for me... I was so excited, and that's how it happened for me. The other I ladies love it. actually were there for a year or two longer than I my love it. with the show. So I have a, a question by a, a chat room fan that says, wants to know a little bit about Martha and Linda's previous collaboration on the gospel songs You Lift Me Up and two other unreleased ones. Oh, my God. They're all talking about how they love James Washington. Oh, James Washington. That's who introduced us for everybody. We should say hi to James. Everybody say hi to James. Hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, Martha, tell us a little bit about the You Lift Me Up collaboration with Linda. Linda wrote You Lift Me Up. Uh, it was a gospel single that I released on. Uh, that was the first release, in fact, on my, on my label, Purple Rose Records. And Linda wrote the song. I was in the process of doing some work on trying to do a gospel album and that was the first single in fact from the album that i'm still possibly working on <laughs> but, i love it it yeah, gets it, better the more you do it you know charts it got on the charts as well and uh it did quite well so she was the initial <laughs> song writer and everything for you lift me up, and uh, hopefully one day we'll come back around to that, Linda. And that would be nice to finish that. I know, I know, and do some more, some more songs and stuff, and put now out. Who, who does your book? Who does your booking? Different people. Wait a minute. First of all, who, words, are you? Are, do you still 
all work together and you have a booking agent? Because I was thinking you should come to the McCallum Theater in Palm Springs. We would, the gay guys would love you. I mean, all the disco queens. Are you kidding? Oh, book it. Make so it talk, so <laughs> talk to, well, no, you talk, yeah. talk to your booking agent and tell him Make to contact the, the McCallum we will, Theater. We'll see what we can do. McCallum Theater sits about 2,000 people. It's an enormous arena. arena. Uh, every. Everybody sings there. I mean, even Jane Russell sang there, my buddy. But um, if you girls were there, we would rock the roof down. I mean, just the room, the building would come apart. Listen, reach out to James Washington. Tell him what you want to do, and he'll and you guys work it out and see if we can make it happen. I mean, could you picture, absolutely? Could you picture the four of you, or five of you, or six of you, if you could collect a bunch of other girls, and you could just bang us with one song after another? Oh my God, we'd have hot. The old you bags. You would like, not hey. be Sounds able to, to handle it. That would be awesome. I'm seven. I'm seventy-eight. Did you hear that? They said you wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> No, but I'm, I'm 78. I don't think I could handle all that music. I think I'd have a heart attack. I'd be dancing up in the aisles till I fell off the balcony. But um, no, I mean, I think it would be the show. You know, we've had Johnny Mantis is here, and I love Johnny. He's a wonderful guy, and he books like crazy. The casinos. That's another. Thing yeah, we have a lot of casinos. We here. have a lot of. You might want to book the rooms at the casinos. Big people play there, by the way. It's not like you know crappy people. Right. And um, I have to just. Uh, I, I want to just like say say something. Um, because Martha, I've always been like a huge fan, and felt like you totally got so screwed over. Uh, when you were not recognized as the voice of all the big hits, you know, from Black Box and CNC Music Factory. So number one, I want to say. I'm sorry that happened to you. Number two, I want to say they wouldn't have even existed without you because you were like it. You were like the total bomb. Yeah, yeah. And I think that your contribution uh, for that generation, because it's a little bit of a later generation, was so like amazing that I'm just tickled to death that all of you are here. But like I am like such a fucking CNC Music Factory fan. And when I found out you were the singer, I thought, oh, my God, they totally like screwed her. I hope one day you like get $10 million for that. Well, <laughs> you know, I go back further than that. I go back to Mary Wells. Nothing wow. in the world could ever take the place of my, oh God. my God. I mean, what kind of music? They don't have that kind of lyrics, that kind of music. Mary Wells was my dream. When she died, I was sick. She I'm was getting awesome. upset. <gasps> I love so, Mary So, James, Wells. how did you get like him? involved with all of this to write all the different books i know you've written a lot of other books 80s books 90s books how did you get involved with the first ladies of disco and like i mean what a cool thing to be working with and and be able to interview people like these fabulous like women and james one thing i want to interrupt if you need my help i will give you all the help you need to get your word out oh thank you i appreciate that very much thank you. I, I'm so I followed insane. you on twitter actually right before the show so if all I, you guys I, follow I, I, me on twitter i follow you back <laughs> I'm a good promoter. One of you's not on Twitter, though. I think it's I don't know who. Norma, are you not on Twitter, or one I'm of you's not on Twitter? On Twitter. I'm on Instagram, but I I'm on Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter because I'm <laughs> really tweet. <laughs> I'll teach you. I just, you, you know who I'm going to hook you girls up with? I know well, how to tweet. Wait a second. She lives here in Palm Springs, and she was the lead singer in the um, oh, Jesus, the Platters. Remember the platters? Oh, but the, only in the remake, though. She's like the newer lead singer. She's not the no, original lead singer. No, she was with them singer. for 20 years. She worked 20 years with the platters. Yeah, we met her at a nightclub the other night. And she can still sing. She's wonderful. We could put her in the show also because <laughs> she sang the, from the platters were fabulous. <laughs> Give me a break. But you, you got to remember that their show was the first ladies of disco, so you can't just add people to it. 
<laughs> well, I'm just, you know what? I'm thinking that what would I'm be thinking, the first I'm thinking ladies that... of disco and the female from the platters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking in my She's mind. She's so excited. No, I'm thinking in my mind of some of the great, the greatest music we right. have ever had in our world. The greatest music, not the garbage of today that makes no sense, that has no lyric, that speaks unkindly of women and other people. Uh, Go back to James. Let him answer the question because we've only got five minutes and we're going to talk about Christmas songs. (laughs) James, tell us all about it real quick. I thought it was uh, I got the idea because I wanted to know more about these women. Uh, I, I only knew general facts about them. I knew about my personal experience with the music like you had, uh, but I wanted to know more and I felt it was important to document their stories and the stories of all these artists that came in the 80s, 90s and and forward. Um, And I felt it was important to capture their stories in a book, get the books published and get them out there for the record. And the key thing would be that it wouldn't be my observations of these women, it would be the women and men speaking for themselves and describing what happened to them in their own words. And that, that was the uh, idea behind all the books. And it just turned into this six book series covering uh, five decades. And uh, I, I've, as a result of it, I've met all these wonderful, wonderful artists who have treated me so well and been so supportive of the projects. And now it's morphed into this show, First Ladies of Disco. Um, we're working on a documentary film for it. Um, I think the ladies are going to have a new what, single coming out next year. Yay! It, it, new yay! music! It, it's really, um, what's it's like a domino effect. It's just exploded into all these other areas. And I couldn't be happier that it started with the book. And uh, uh, I feel like I was very lucky to be in the right place at the right time. So tell us then, you guys, what do we expect from the first lady of Disco show that's been traveling around? What can we expect? Fun. Fun. Who's talking? Oh, I was talking, but I want one of you guys to answer. I want one of you guys to answer. What are we going to expect from the show? Fun. Lots of of fun, lots of excitement. Um, The show that's uh, coming up uh, in the next, next week, actually, uh, will be our Christmas show and uh, there will be we don't want to give anything away but there will be lots of surprises and um, and again as Martha said lots of fun so where is this show going to be give it'll us the, be where at Joe's it? Pub in New York City in New York oh, City see that I could wish I could be there Jesus you and also you're going to be blown uh, away by their we are, we are so committed here I'm doing two movies now I just finished a movie okay hang on because we've only got I, like I don't three have minutes. a minute to go we anywhere. have two minutes uh, I would go in they, a, I would they tell me to uh, actually Eileen Shapiro who says hi to everybody um, she said that Martha also has a magazine FLOD which I guess stands for First Ladies of Disco so Martha tell us where do we go to see the magazine FLOD um spotlight.com was it dot com yeah oh god we can find uh first ladies of disco show or uh the first ladies of disco spotlight and you'll find links you'll find them anywhere or just do a search of that you'll find the uh location of it there you go. James, yep. James, friend me on Facebook, send me a picture of your book, and I will push it. 
Oh, I, I, will ha- I have a big Facebook following. Trust me, like twenty-two thousand people. So you guys then so listen to you get twenty-two thousand people. They won't let me get past five thousand. No, 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 no. Five thousand is on five thousand is only, but the Jimmy Star Show page has like twenty-something thousand. I get twenty-eight thousand people. I think that are fans of mine. And I'm going to tell them to buy this book because oh. it's a, it's it's an era. It's history. Even if you weren't there, you should learn about it because the world was so happy. Platform shoes, bell bottom okay. pants. Weird clothes. So uh, here's what we got, everybody. First of all, if you want to do some stuff, I don't know what uh, James. What was your Twitter, James? Tell everybody your Twitter. Uh, James Arena now on Twitter, Instagram, and James Arena on uh, Facebook. Linda Clifford, you guys is thelinderclifford.com is her website, and she's actually the Linda Clifford on on Twitter also. Correct. Um, Linda Clifford. Ma- Martha Wash is marthawash.com, and she's at martha underscore wash. And Norma, what? So you, well, who are you on Twitter website, and Instagram? My website is officialnormajeanwright.com, and on Instagram, I'm norjean plus one. Oh, okay. okay. So what, what What? What? kind of songs? We gotta go. I just want to know one thing for everybody. Your songs that you sing, give us an idea of what they are. In oh the show? Goodness. In the show, yeah. Well, Entice we, us. We have a First Ladies of Disco song called Show Some Love. And we each do our classic. Okay, okay there you go. That's what we want to do. Everybody so go see this. It's so worth it. I mean, my God. And follow them all on Twitter, you guys. I'm sorry, you guys. We got to go. We're going to uh, have you back. We, we'll bring we're, you to when you guys come to California or you have another show, we'll schedule you to come on the show earlier so we can actually get a talk to everybody a lot and, longer. And James, don't forget, I'll push your book. Absolutely. I'll, you guys, I, we want to thank you guys so much. Martha Wash, everybody. Linda yay. Clifford, Norma Jean Wright, and James Arena. Thank you so much. And you guys have a happy, happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, you guys. Such a pleasure meeting. Yay. A pleasure meeting you all. It was really a pleasure meeting you. And everybody listening and tuning in, please have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. See you next week. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, punk, yo, what I want to be. Jimmy's stuff, new celebrity. We'll take you.